Hello and Namaste. Hope you all are doing fine. So, this virus is ravaging rich countries, but what happens when it hits the poor ones? Though Africa has fewer coronavirus cases and a slower rate of infection than the UK, many countries in the continent have passed dramatically more extreme measures to prevent its spread than Britain has. In Sudan, after only one case and one death was registered, all schools and universities were shut down. Several other nations, such as Egypt, have taken the ultimate precautions uh, and closed their airports. So, so does Nepal. There is no denial here, no mixed messaging, and no unfound promise of how soon we will send the virus packing. The tough and timely action is born less out of political maturity than it is bitter experience uh, and an awareness that already overburdened public healthcare system cannot sustain an onslaught. The Ebola epidemic of 2014 is still fresh in the mind of sub-Sahara African countries. It was an experience that showed prevention and contamination are the only hope of fending off thousands of deaths. If we are concerned about the failure to contain the virus in Western Europe and the US, multiple of that horror awaits in the developing countries. With few means of medical interve intervention and several other risk factors such as malnutrition, high population densities, communi communal living and lack of access to water, washing facilities, the rates of mortality could dwarf what has been seen so far in the West. And economically, the virus risk ushering in an ice age. There are no watches, no stimulus packages, and no insurance payout. There is little data about impact in Africa of previous pandemics such as the 1918-1919 Spanish flu. Except from South uh, Africa, where because of troop, troops movement, 6% of the population perished. But we do have the experience of economically similar South Asian country to go by. It is estimated that up to 30% of the entire fatal to toll of the Spanish flu came from a single country, India. And in Africa, it appears that the countries that suffered the highest casualties were, the, were those most exposed to global flows of people and capitals. The ports are through fears of troops on the move and for the sea and land labor. There is something painfully predictable about how coronavirus was introduced to the continent. Well, off travelers to the rest of the world return from holidays and business trips carrying the virus, uh, as did infected tourists. In Egypt, the first case of COVID-19 appears to be linked to one cruise ship where locals who served the tourist contract contracted the disease. The spread of the virus on the con continent sits in the cross-currents of travel and financial flows that expose African countries to the sharp end of globalization. One where the flow of people is encouraged into the continent, of, continent for business and tourism and severely restricted out of the continent even for the wealthy and well-connected. <clears throat> it is the recurring theme of how the pandemic has played out so far. The poor, the uninsured, the 
disfranchised the information poor the less mobile are sitting ducks many western economics including the us and the uk have slowly pushed those people to the margins while restricting employment benefits such as holiday pay sick leave and private insurance to an increasingly increasingly exclusive class another reason the british and the us government have been so slow to provide free testing medical care and bailouts for those who've lost work is that these inequalities are now hardwired into the system they cannot be undone overnight even when lives depend on it the global economy is set up in much the same way with winners who hoard the spoils and losers who scratch around for the leftovers if well these single countries cannot scramble to save their own life there is no hope for any for to extend help to countries with a fraction of the resources but here is a tra- tragic catch for those who think that this structural imbalance is not our problem in this instance national and international in- inequalities cannot persist without everyone losing the realization is just in beginning beginning to dawn upon lawmakers that the rich cannot be barricaded against the poor no matter how high the barriers to the fortress are limiting the spread of the virus entails ensuring that everyone in the pool be it local or global is given the ability to test self isolate if needed needed be and receive treatment yes to some ex- extent uh, this is a utopian aspiration but it is also essentially pragmatic we cannot extol the virtues of small government and global societies without grasping that risks to the majority cannot be halted from spreading viruses do not disguise between cl- classes and nationalities just as work and public life cannot be sh- shuttered for even ever borders cannot be closed inf- indefinitely african countries are moving fast against co- coronavirus well aware that they are on their own but bearing a miracle or a pandemic martial planned by wealthier countries if the virus exploded explodes in the poorer countries the cataclysm will engulf everyone thank you so much for listening take care